For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. morning welcome into the program happy wednesday to you and i hope your day is starting off right and if not that's all right we'll try and do the best we can to help you with that and of course we are now three days into the new year so i guess happy new year can extend for another day maybe two like i said i usually the cutoff is usually my birthday which is tomorrow. I think that that might be because, you know, just naturally people would not say happy new year to me on my birthday, but rather say happy birthday. So I think that that's kind of why I have that built in cut off, but maybe, maybe you have a different date. Maybe if not by my birthday, maybe by Elvis's birthday on January 8th, maybe that's your cutoff. Does, does nobody else celebrate Elvis's birthday but me? I guess I won't celebrate it like I used to. Every year when I was a cook, every year on January 8th, Elvis's birthday, and August 16th, the anniversary of his death, I would serve fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches at the diner where I worked. And I would have one in honor of the king. Maybe that's why I have to be on Manjaro now. Because I took the Elvis a little too seriously. But I had a, a there was a, a, a server that worked with me, especially when I worked at night. When I was in high school, uh, Claire, I don't know if you're listening, but I miss you. And Claire used to be the world, well, she still is, I'm sure, the world's biggest Elvis fan. And so on January 8th and August 16th, I would just play Elvis music the whole shift in the kitchen. And she would, and then we had it like rigged up so that there was a speaker out in the dining room that she could listen. Oh, I wish I had worked in the days of all these Bluetooth speakers. It would have been a lot easier instead of running speaker wire and 
I actually ran. There was a an old door we didn't use from the kitchen to the to the dining room of the diner, and I actually ran speaker wire through the keyhole of that door in order to get a speaker out there. Oh, we tried all kinds of things, but anyway, we would not let Elvis's birthday or death anniversary go by without a big celebration. And we'll probably do the same here. I tend to play Elvis music on those days. Chris plays a lot of Elvis. Big fan. So yesterday I had talked a little bit about um, my trip to Edaville on Sunday. I just want to let you know, I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but I just want to let you know that I have an article up at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app with a lot of photos and some video that I took on Sunday when I went and rode the double-headed steam special. So if you are a, a train aficionado, if you are an Edaville fan, then you might want to go check that out and see some of those photos. Uh, it's a lot of the same thing. It's a lot of photos of the double steam engines. But I'm not, I'm not a great photographer. So maybe maybe one or two of them out of there are pretty good. But I am uh, I'm open to criticism. If you check that out and you want to, you know, criticize my technique. I worked for many years with the one of the greatest photographers working today, Peter Pereira over at the Standard Times, and I I never bothered to learn anything from him. I never asked him for any insight or advice or teaching. And, and also I worked with another one of the greatest photographers frequently, Mike Valeri. Everybody, you know, obviously Peter gets all the accolades because he wins national awards for his work and he's, he's featured in all these national profiles and shows. But Mike Valeri is one of the top sports photographers ever. And if you've ever seen his work, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, how he captures moments in time. It's it's funny because they, they each have different kind of jobs within photography. You know, Peter is looking to tell the story of a, of a person or an, of an event, and, and, and he can do that. He can give you all that emotion packed into one photo. Mike is trying to encapsulate all the action of a moment, and a moment that, that is a, a game changer for that particular game, and, and he's always managed to... It's just, it, when I started working at the Standard Times in 1998... And really covering things on a regular basis in 2001. I was like, photography is just taking pictures. How hard can it be? How is that art? You're just taking a picture. That was kind of my approach, my mindset as a, as a dumb kid. But then getting to see two absolute photographic well, or photography geniuses at work. I was like, oh, there's, there's a lot more to this than I ever thought. And, and they are amazing at it. And I'll never forget the, the day I was so proud that I got a photo that I took. I think it was on A1 of the paper. If it wasn't on A1, it was at least on the front of the Coastin tab. 
Might have, might have been A1. I don't know. I'd have to go back and find the actual paper. But I took a picture of a turkey leg at King Richard's Fair when they opened the new kitchen. And they invited the media out for a media day. And I just took a photo of a turkey leg and they, they ran it either A1 or, or in the front of Coaston. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like a real photographer now. I am, I am not a real photographer, nor will I be. But uh, you can check out those photos and, and feel free to critique, you know, Ryan Feeney, if you're listening, Bruce David, <laughs> Mike Valeri, any of you, Pete, any of you want to critique my, uh, my form, I'm totally down with that. Because I was actually on the train with professional, I shouldn't say professional photographers, but, you know, real serious amateur photographers who travel the country taking photos of, of trains, including the airline pilot that wouldn't shut up the whole time, but... I'm sure he knew what he was doing when it came to photography. And quite a few of them brought drones. And I don't have $1,000 kicking around to spend on a drone. And I certainly don't enjoy photography enough to invest in one. But for those who have them, what a tool. What a great thing to have in your arsenal. That as, you know, they've they were allowing us to take photos of the train as it was coming around the bend. And these folks were going up there in their drones and getting these fantastic shots and they could position wherever they wanted to be. I mean, it was, it was incredible to watch. I don't think I could own one because I'm going to pay a thousand bucks, 1200 bucks, one of these things. And then they're flying them with no fear over bog ponds and around corners. They can't see. I, I don't know if I can, I think it gives me too much anxiety. And also, I, I'm terrible at flying the cheap ones, but I hear the expensive ones are much easier to fly. So, I don't know, maybe someday, but not anytime soon. So, that's just one article that I wanted to let you know about. And what would it be on this program if we didn't, here in the early days of 2024, talk about food, Right? As the callers who critique me or, or criticize me say, all I can talk about is food and ghosts. Well, we have our first food story of 2024, at least written by me, where I reveal that the best fried chicken in New Bedford comes from a gas station. Now, admittedly, I haven't tried all the fried chicken in New Bedford, but I've had a good amount of it. I've had, you know, obviously KFC and Popeyes. I am a big advocate of crown fried chicken. I think they have, I mean, I've only eaten the one in the north end. I haven't had the one in the south end, but I'm sure, you know, they're similar. But I'm a big fan of their, their chicken. In fact, I told my mom, I said, it's the closest I've had to, to grandma's recipe since she died in 1998. But the fried chicken that I had at a gas station was extremely good. And you can check out that story at WBSM.com and on the app. But I was chatting with a coworker, and also, you know, my friend Stephanie Burke loves to mock me for eating at gas stations all the time. She's like, I can't believe that you eat at gas stations. 
We've talked about it on Spooky South Coast because I will think nothing of going into a gas station at 2 o'clock in the morning after we've done a paranormal investigation and getting a hot dog. Not so much anymore. But, you know, in the days before my weight loss journey, I would I would eat a 2 a.m. gas station hot dog. In fact, one of the worst things that ever happened was the closure of the strip club we had over here on Pope's Island. Not because I was a frequent customer. I never even went in there. But because they would close down at, I don't know, 1, 2 a.m., whatever time it was, the Cumberland Farms down the street here would have all kinds of stuff out and ready to go for when the strip club closed. And that would just be around the same time we would leave Spooky South Coast. So I could go over there and get, you know, a nice fresh roller dog or all beef frank or whatever else they were putting out on there. Taquitos. And she would just, how can you eat that? But people who travel will tell you, you find some of the best food at gas stations. What's it, Noria? And they have the, um, oh, what's the name of the, Amato's, I think it is, something like that. Very good food. Rosie's Deli, very good food. These are in gas stations. So I, I don't think you need to follow into that, fall into that old trap of what gas station food used to be. I have had a lot of good food out of gas stations. And in fact, my friends who travel through the South tell me, you know, you go through, you stop in this small little tiny gas station and you have incredible barbecue, amazing food. You probably don't want to watch them prepare it, but it's, it's great stuff. You know, Wawa is a gas station, right? Like, don't most of those have gas? Uh, I can't remember the name of the other one that I went to in Pennsylvania, but they had all kinds of great stuff in there. You can eat well at a gas station. And at this particular one in New Bedford, you can have what may be the best fried chicken in the city. So give that article a, a, a perusal at WBSM.com or on the app. And if you've had the chicken, call in and let me know what you think or send me an app chat message. The number is 508-996-0500. You can also... Check the app chat, get all of our stories, listen to our stream, listen to our podcast, get breaking news alerts, read all of our content, get live traffic and weather, everything that you need all through the WBSM app. If you got a new device for Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate and you haven't put the WBSM app on it yet, please do because you will want to utilize it every day. And you can get it from your app store or wherever your apps are found. Or if you can't find it there, you can get it from WBSM.com. And if you still have trouble, you can always email me, Tim at WBSM.com. I'll send you the direct link to download the app for your particular device. And then you can just install it and you're ready to go. It's free. You don't have to put in any credit card information or anything. It's never going to charge you anything. And it's all thanks to our friends at South Coast Towing. 
I am going to take my first break of the morning. We'll do that when we come back on the other side. If you want to call in, 508-996-0500. We'll be back in just a few moments. And let's go to the phones. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? I am well, thank you. Unfortunately, I missed your review of Edaville. I did go myself twice over the season, and I wondered if you could just encapsulate briefly what you thought, and I would like to comment that I found it a tribute to Edaville. I thought they made remarkable progress from last season to this season, and I found the staff to be more than accommodating and congenial, and I would recommend anyone who can afford it at any level to go and experience what was and still is Edenville. I would agree with all of that. I think that um, Brian and Hannah, who are running a lot of the things, and, and Shervin, who's part of the operations team, they are dedicated to making it more of the park that it was when Ellis Atwood founded it. And, uh, and, and then as uh, Nelson Blount continued that, they, they really have put the focus on the railroad and made the focus on, you know, good family entertainment without having to bring in all the bells and whistles of the things that they tried to do in a way to expand the Edaville brand uh, in years past. Perfect. Thank you for that. As, as I said, I did miss it. And I would like to call special attention attention to someone named Meredith. I have some special needs and she was more than accommodating and was instrumental in making my visit more than memorable. So thank you very much. All right. Thank you for the call. You have a great day. Bye. And that is what really stood out to me. Uh, Again, I made a couple of visits over the season and a visit before the season because I wrote the article about what they were doing with the former Thomas land, turning it into the Alpine village And so I got to go um, and meet up with Brian and Hannah before the park had opened for the season. And they were showing me around and I was taking photos of some of the rides that were done for the story. And the passion that they have for it is very clear. Now, Brian went to Edaville as a kid. They're both from Maine. They both live in Maine. They make the trip down here each week. I mean, not now because the season's over, but... Uh, well, actually, they've got a lot of stuff they're, they're doing right now, and then they'll probably be coming back for quite a while, and then maybe they get a few weeks off, and then they'll be coming back for all kinds of special events that they'll be doing. And um, they, you know, Brian grew up around these trains, and, and, and he went to Edaville when he was younger. Hannah had never been, if I remember correctly, and her first experience with it was when she was working for Maine Locomotive and Steamworks and, and working on the trains, and but they both are the embodiment of what I would assume Ellis Atwood was like when it came to that park. And everybody that 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 had that love for the park, Nelson Blount, George Bartholomew, these are people who, you know, kept that alive. And now, of course, you know, John Deli Prescoli is the owner, and he certainly has a love for the park. In fact, he's invested millions of dollars and, and taken it off the market twice because he just he can't bring himself to sell it if nobody's going to keep the park itself open. And even though he has a plan of putting in housing, he still plans to keep the park open. So you've got people that really love it and want to see it continue. And as part of that, they're embracing what makes it unique. It's, it's not going to be Six Flags. 
and there's no reason to make it Six Flags. People don't want it to be Six Flags. They want it to be that, you know, that 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 vintage park that they remember from the time that they grew up, and it's it's working. So we can talk more about that and whatever else is on your mind. 508-996-0500. Right now, though, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the big stories of the day from Ariel Dorsey. Harvard University President Claudine Gay is resigning. She announced her decision Tuesday in a message to the Harvard community. This follows allegations of plagiarism and a campus controversy over anti-Semitism. Gay's tenure is now the shortest in the school's history after she became Harvard's first black president in July. There is speculation that Tuesday's killing of a top Hamas leader is the first in a campaign to wipe out top leaders of the Palestinian militia group. Al Arori was killed in a suspected Israeli drone strike in a Beirut suburb. A Trump administration Iran official predicted that the Israeli strike that killed Arori is just the first as the Jewish state expands its counterattack on Hamas after the October 7th massacre of Israeli civilians. A federal appeals court is ruling that Texas can be can ban abortions even in medical emergencies. On Tuesday, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against a U.S. Department of Health and Human Services order that medical providers should offer abortions during medical emergencies, even in states where abortions are banned. A list of over 170 names connected to the Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell sex trafficking conspiracy could be released by a Manhattan judge any day now. The documents stem from one victim's 2015 lawsuit in which she claims she was recruited by Maxwell to have sex with Epstein when she was underage. The Vatican says Pope Francis was deeply saddened to learn of the earthquake that devastated communities in western Japan on New Year's Day. At least 62 deaths have been confirmed and hundreds more are injured after the 7.6 magnitude quake struck. A telegram sent on behalf of the Pope said he prays especially for the dead, those who mourn their loss, and for the rescue of people who are still missing. A winter storm is slated to bring snow, rain, and wind to the east this weekend. Forecasters aren't yet sure how much snow the system can be expected to bring, but they are keeping a close eye on areas near the busy I-95 corridor. In sports, the Celtics fell to the Thunder 127-123 in Oklahoma City. Kristaps Porzingis led the team in scoring with 34 points. He also grabbed 10 rebounds for a double-double. Jason Tatum also recorded a double-double with 30 points and a game-high 13 rebounds. The Celtics will host the Utah Jazz Friday night. The Patriots are last in the AFC at 4-12 and will host the New York Jets in their season finale on Sunday. And the Bruins extended their winning streak after taking down the Blue Jackets 4-1 in Columbus. Kevin Shatterkirk scored his fifth goal of the season to put the Bruins up by one. Kent Johnson responded shortly after with his sixth of the season to tie the game. James Van Rymsdek scored on the power play to put the team back on top and Danton Heinen and Trent Frederick found the back of the net in the final period. Boston will host the Pittsburgh Penguins tomorrow night. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6.
Happy Wednesday, everybody. Mostly clear skies this morning. The temperature is in the upper 20s, but the wind chill, it feels like in the mid-20s. Dry and seasonable this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine mid-40s. Overnight tonight, increasing clouds. Temperatures in the upper 20s. And we could be seeing a few rain or snow showers possible as we head into tomorrow, Friday. Cold and sunny. It'll feel around the single digits in the morning. Tracking a potential snowstorm by Sunday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Back in 508-996-0500. You can also use the app chat feature on the WBSM app. And uh, there's, we were talking before about the story that I have up about the best gas, well, the best chicken in New Bedford, the best fried chicken in New Bedford coming from a gas station. And that I was saying, you know, I've found very good food to come from a gas station. Other people mock me for it. Other people say, how can you eat at a gas station? Don't you realize the risk that you're taking? But no, no, no. Gas stations aren't like that anymore. They're putting in full kitchens. They have partnerships with restaurants. In fact, this crispy, crunchy chicken, which is the the chicken that I wrote about, this is a franchise opportunity for people that want to open one up and and put one in their gas station, their convenience store. It doesn't have to be in one of those, but that's just a, a place where a lot of them are being put. And I got an app chat message from Jeff in Fall River who says, good morning, Tim. Neon gas stations that are popping up around the area have really good food. And I haven't been to a neon gas station, but I went to their website and they have locations in Middletown, Portsmouth, Warwick, Seekonk, Quincy, Freetown, Providence, East Greenwich, North Providence. So there's nine of them around the the local area here. And their menu states that they serve things like burgers and chicken and brick oven style pizza. They have all kinds of stuff, it looks like. Sandwiches, breakfast. So yeah, I'm going to have to get out there and try try a neon. Looks really, really good. 
508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning, Tim. Morning. How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm doing good. So, um, talking about gas station food, there's two of them that I usually stop at. There's one on the old exit 10 heading up toward uh, Taunton across the street, not across the street, but the opposite way of the stop drive-in. Uh, there's a joint there. They have a full, like, deli. Mm-hmm. And the one in the industrial park, their, their deli is really, really good also. Like, those those two are, you know, not your your typical uh, gas station food. They, they, like you said, go and do, like, a full, full-on menu, full kitchen. Yeah, pizza to, to grinders to pretty much anything you want. It's, like, fresh made to order. And, you know, and what it and like they, you find too that they have, you know, tables, they have like a little dining area and people are, people are going there. It's a, it's a place to go to eat. It's not just as simple as, you know, grabbing something because it's convenient, getting a sandwich for on the road. Sure. You can do all of that, but these are places that actually intend to be actual restaurants or, you know, at least uh, actual eateries. Right. Right. Exactly. I think, I think it's, it's changed. I mean, my, my regular stock. Um, in the morning, every morning, um, is the mobile gas station on the corner of Route 6 and Fonts Corner Road. There's like a little mobile there. And I stopped there for a coffee. They they don't have an entire eatery or anything, but they actually make a good coffee that I drive by to Dunkin' Donuts to get to a little gas station uh, to grab their coffee instead. And I'm sorry, you, you're it, talking about the, me it, you, you said the mobile station there? Yeah, there's like a little mobile gas station um, across the street from Bacos Bank across on Route 6 in Dartmouth. Hmm, I'm not, not sure on that one. Kitty, all right, so it's it's Kitty Corner from the mall and across the old uh, Dallas own uh, roast beef deli. Oh, okay. I haven't. It's I haven't small. tried that yet. No, I've. I, I've gone. I mean, it, it, all it is, all it is, is just a carafe. It's, it's a. It's just Green Mountain Coffee. Oh, okay. So it's they're, they're making it. it. Yeah. I usually yeah, go to Mary Lou's they, if they, I'm getting coffee, or or I go to, I'll go get a chippy. But I mean, oh, the, mostly I hit Mary Lou's. Right over at uh, the other mobile, up on top of uh, Fox Carter Road, over by the highway. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 I know. But, uh, but yeah, it's just it's consistent. It, it, the the persona of the gas station uh, food and drink has where where you like mm, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. You're looking at it and go, do I have to stay here and eat it in case I need to run to the bathroom right <laughs> after? And, you know, it's like, will this make my road trip? significantly longer because I got to make three other pit stops within the next two hours. But now it's, it's, they got all your coffee shops. I mean, there's a Dunkin' Donuts or a Honeydew in almost every, every gas station. Yeah. And you, and then if you go on, on the road, if you're like going through 95, your truck stops are huge. I mean, they're like full on food courts where you just have every, fast food joint from pizza to Burger King to Subway to even small shops too. Um, all, all along the way, all along like 95, all the way down. 
and you you had mentioned the the one over near the Star Drive, and that's a Noria. And Noria, not only yeah. do they have the Amato's Deli in there, which is, you know, I, when I was working for my dad overnights, I lived off Amato's Deli. I was having, you know, their sandwiches all the time because I was eating, you know, while I was waiting for, for newspapers to be delivered. And so they, they also have fantastic coffee there. Seasons has very, very good um, food in, in their, in their uh, yeah. convenience store. So, yeah, we, we've entered a new era of eating in gas stations for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, there's a, another one. Oh, ba Barry brought it up. Where I think uh, New York Thruway or, or Freeway, they were um, telling Chick Fil A. It was a Chick Fil A story that Barry was talking about in the afternoon, where they were telling that they had to open up on Sundays because obviously Chick Fil A doesn't open up on Sundays. And and they made they the, the state of New York wrote a law saying that Chick Fil A, well any restaurant in any of the truck stops on the on the thruway or the freeway has to be open on Sundays. And and that specifically was obviously gonna affect only Chick-fil-A. Right. And I thought it was a pretty I thought it was a pretty stupid law, to be honest with you. Like well, who sign a lease. Like like all you have to do is, is have a lease. Like when 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 Chick-fil-A wants to go into this truck stop Tell them when they sign the lease, hey, you got to be open up seven days and or, or you got to be open up on, on Sundays and Chick-fil-A will look at it and be like, well, this ain't for me. And they will go the other way. There's, I don't think there's a reason for a law when you can just pretty much put it in the lease agreement. Who who owns those rest areas? Is it the state? Is it the d highway department yeah, that owns those? It is. Yeah. It's, so, it's either the state or the highway. Or yeah, some, so you, you obviously, or, or state thing. Sunday's a big travel day on those roads. You want to make sure that you have, you know, something in there for it. But yeah, you could have just negotiated that in the next lease for them. Right, exactly. And then on top of it, you know, they they would just not open up. Like Chick-fil-A would just not go. And, and Chick-fil-A can close every other, you know, on Sundays. Anywhere else in the state, it's just in those specific on in truck stops, and it's not like we were just talking about. It's not like just it's Chick Fil A is the only place there on the New York State Thruway. There are probably fifteen restaurants there, so it's not like you're, you're stopping for a Chick Fil A. You're stopping just to grab something to eat. So if Chick Fil A is closed, dude. There's like another fourteen other you can get Papa yeah, but, John's probably. But you also like, have like, people go crazy for Chick Fil A, and they're probably walking into these. You know these uh, these rest areas, and they're like, you know, well, why want Chick Fil A? Why aren't they open? And and the fact that it is, well, you know, it was a bidding process to I, get I think, a state state. I'm sure it's a, a pretty pretty good deal for them to be there. They're just asking that you give them yeah. full service for that deal. No, I I agree. But if you're a huge fan of Chick Fil A, you also know that they're closed on Sundays. Yeah, I, I mean. Also, that could be one other option you could have when you stop there if it wasn't Chick-fil-A, too. So I can see both sides of it, but I you're right. It should have been negotiated to the yeah. lease, not, not yeah, just, by just law. Put it, yeah, just put it in the lease. And if Chick-fil-A actually wants to get around it, not around it, but if they actually want to sell this stuff there on Sundays, prepackage it and then sell it, you know, as, as, a, as a cold meal where you can, you know, buy it. Maybe it won't work, out, obviously, in a truck stop, but buy it. And you can bring it home and and uh, put it in the air fryer. And I'm sure it's just almost almost just as good. And you can actually get your Chick Fil A on a Sunday. No, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you there just because yeah, I got no. some other calls. But thank you for the call. All right, Tim. Have a good Have day. A good I'm gonna squeeze in another one here before I got to take a break.
Good morning. You're next on WBSM. There's one thing to pick up at the ticket place you're talking about on Parkland Hill and Bevel Avenue at the gas station. Yep. Just wanted to let you know. Yep, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you mention that one. Oh, I, I was te- I was kind of being teasy about it. I don't think I actually mentioned the name. So, you, but that is definitely the one. Oh, okay, thank you. All right, you have a good day. And um, I was just having a little bit of trouble here, hearing that phone. But yeah, no, if I didn't mention it, it's crispy, crunchy chicken. I might have been a little bit teasy just to you know get you to go check out the story. But it, it is, um, it's really good. And I've been there twice now. They've been open for about a month. I've been there twice. You know, you you got to try it twice to be sure. The first time, it might have just been, you know, you caught them on a good day or you're really hungry or a variety of factors. But after going the second time, I was convinced. I was like, oh, yeah, this is. And, you know, it's not so much the fact that it's just that good. It's also the fact that that sign was out there for months and months and months saying that it was coming soon, and people were like, yeah, sure it is. And now now it's there. So now you gotta, you got to give it a try. But, of course, there's so many. I actually wrote, I, in the lead to the story, I wrote about all the different types of chicken and chicken places you can go to around the city. We have a lot of chicken options. Except the Chick-fil-A. They picked Fall River over us. How do you feel about them now? You still love them so much? They didn't pick New Bedford. Uh, but, you know, every every time a place is available, we have to reach out to Chick-fil-A and say, are you looking at this location? I've got my email chain. Chick-fil-A, Sonic. Anytime that there is a place that looks like it could be for a fast food restaurant, we reach out to those two places to say, are you planning? Are you looking? Are you thinking? And, of course, every place we get the tip from somebody. Oh, I know, my brother-in-law's cousin's second wife. I don't know, like all these people like work at the, the construction site and are telling us it's a Chick-fil-A. And then you call Chick-fil-A or email Chick-fil-A, and they're like, yeah, no, it's not a Chick-fil-A. Uh, but that's, that's what happens every single time. To the point where Chick-fil-A was almost like, we will tell you when we are coming there. <laughs> you don't need to keep asking us. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. Back in 508-996-0500. Let's uh, go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. Good morning. Before I uh, say anything, um, yeah. <laughs> um, happy birthday for tomorrow. Thank you. And and good luck tomorrow. Thank you. And and then about food. Um, I read something about that you put down um, the she-devil wings. 
Oh, yeah, down at sixes uh, and sevens. Yeah, I'm going to buy the stuff today to make them. Um, it's just Somo strawberry and Somo, uh, and, and, I mean, and buffalo sauce. It was uh, buffalo sauce, hot honey, and Somo strawberry syrup. Oh, hot honey. Okay, the hot honey. And then they, they um, just, you don't fry them or anything like that. You bake them in the oven? I think these were probably, I don't know. I think they probably were baked. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I had a few uh, few crunchy. beers while I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't, yeah, they weren't crunchy, no. Yeah. He's a bartender there. Is he, like, he, is, is, is he the, uh, the tall guy with the blonde hair? Yeah. Yep, I've seen him yeah. there a couple times I've been there. Sean. Yeah, his name's Sean. He's great. Yeah, that's my... Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. He's a wrestler. He was one of the wrestlers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, he also has a band. Yeah. So um, you don't get mad at me for talking about him on the radio because I guess last time I was talking I think he's going to be more him. mad that you're saying you're going to make him at home instead of stopping in and having some. <laughs> no, I was going to make him for the... Well, my, my, my uh, nephew just got a fryer later for Christmas and he loves to cook. He's like 15. And um, we, he, he cooked the other day and it's good. But um, maybe he'll fry him first and put that sauce on him and bake him. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, a little crunch. I didn't finish mine because, you know, we we had ordered a bunch of food. And um, so I was reheating them at home in the air fryer and that kind of baked the sauce into them. And it was, it was really, really good. So it's, oh, yeah, it, yeah it worked out very well. But I, I you know, and uh, they're taking a lot of the local restaurants are taking the Silmo syrup and working it into the different recipes. And, and it's everyone mm. that I've had has been a winner. No kidding. Now, what do they have? Just strawberry and coffee? Uh, they have a whole bunch. Sure. They had, uh, well, coffee and strawberry, the regular ones. They um, they had pumpkin spice for, for the fall. They had a, a peppermint one oh. for for the winter. So they're they're coming out with all the different flavors and others are on the horizon. So you should just follow the page okay. on Facebook. The Ian's always putting up and some updates. And they're, on, they're at Shaw's, right? You know about Shaw's? Shaw's, yeah, Market Baskets. I mean, almost yeah. everywhere you can you can find syrup now you can find it. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And if you ever run Very into trouble good. finding it, you can just, you know, message the page and, and, and Ian will give you some information. Yeah, I will. Um, anyway, have a great birthday. But are you going to celebrate on the weekend? No, I don't really I celebrate my birthday. I'm, no? No, nah, I got to, oh, I, 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 you know, <laughs> I'll go out to Red Robin at some point and get a free burger. Uh, I got a free popcorn and mo and drink for the movies, you know, that kind of stuff. But oh, I don't, good. I don't really, yeah. um, I don't really make a big deal out of my birthday. Oh, well, you're still young for crying out loud. It's not like you're an old man. Yeah, I've never but, um, made a big deal out of it, though. It's never never been a no? big thing for me. Oh, you don't like presents and stuff? Oh, I like presents, sure. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Anyway. It's just another day. One. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. Oh, another day. Bye. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. And, yeah, I've, just, I've never been a, a big, make a big deal out of my birthday kind of person. But... Especially, you know, tomorrow I'm, I'm 46. Not a big deal. Not a big birthday. Uh, maybe when I'm 50, we'll have a little party or something. But we tried to have a party when I was, when I turned 40. Nobody came. <laughs> Everybody was too busy. And then uh, when I was 30 and I was married at the time, my wife tried to make a, a, a you know, a big dinner and try to have a big deal out of it. And my son got sick and had to go in the hospital overnight. So I was just like, meh. But I've never really thought it was a, a big deal. I used to like to go around and get all the birthday freebies, you know, go have some free breakfast at Denny's. And I don't know if they still do that. Have your free burger at Red Robin. It used to be that you had to have it on your birthday. Now they put it on your app and you can go. I think you have like a month or two to go claim it. 
And I think the movie popcorn that I got and the drink is good for a year. So it's, you know, you can one time, but you can claim it any time within a year. So they, they've really kind of changed that whole process. Anyway, I've got to take a break. We will be back in just a few moments. 508-996-0500. That is a number to call in and chime in. We'll be right back. And you're probably getting ready to get the kids out the door to head back into school. But you know what? They need your help to get there. Trembley Bus Company desperately needs school bus drivers, monitors, and van drivers. Driving a school bus or a van is a great job for retirees, for stay-at-home parents, for anyone looking to earn great pay while supporting local students. If you are interested but you don't have your CDL, they're willing to train you if you're willing to learn. For more information, visit tbcbus.com. That's tbcbus.com. Join Trembley Bus Company today. Help get our kids back to school. So after that winter break... They're ready to go back and learn. They're really excited about it, and you could bring them there. And then, you know, eventually that excitement wanes, but they still need to get to school every day, and you can help them with that. Again, tbcbus.com. Trembley Bus Company, tbcbus.com. All right, we are... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.